You're listening to the Optimal State Podcast. Here we go. Hive Mind Detonation in three, two, one. Let's go. Confronting the lies and bringing the truth to light. The, truth. the mainstream. You can't handle the truth. Has been put on notice. This is the Optimal State Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Optimal State Podcast. I'm your host Jared, and I'm here with my good buddy, my man Adam. How you doing, bud? Good. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Uh, yeah, I'm actually doing great. You know, I, I kind of wanted to start things off really kind of just expressing gratitude right from the get-go because I feel like so much of the time in in throughout our our show we're we're always like going at it so hard and because there's so many things to go at but i think starting out i just want to express that got a lot of gratitude just for everything in life you know and um even the 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 stuff we criticize i am grateful for a lot you know because i the the people who are throwing it out there i think a lot of them they're they're not that deep they don't have that great of an imagination i think a lot of them think they're doing the so-called right thing and they don't even understand that they have no morals nothing grounding them ultimately in terms of uh guiding principles they just feel oh i'm i'm part of the right club i'm part of the the right group of people people enough people are telling me i'm doing the right thing by golly i'm doing the right thing so anyway, I'm just saying I'm grateful for that, you know, because there are some good things that are thrown our way because of this. There's a lot of good things that are thrown our way because of because of that, you know. Um, we get entertained a lot of the time, and I think that's going to be kind of one of the things where we're revolving around this episode is the entertainment, um, the entertainment industry. I think, you know, we just had the Oscars last Sunday. Don't think that many people are talking about them, but it's it's interesting in that, you know, there's this, well, Brendan Fraser, okay? Let's just, we'll, we'll start with with the actor, Brendan Fraser. Fraser, Fraser. It, it's interesting because he's almost like an archetype of the zeitgeist. And, and, and by that, I mean this sort of schizophrenic modern life of of the culture, of the Western culture. It, it, you can see it reflected in the the ever shifting, I don't know, clay mold that is Brendan Fraser. Um, now he is just won an Oscar for this movie, The Whale. Um, neither Adam or myself have seen it, right, Adam? Um, I don't. I think we left off. You haven't seen it. We just saw the trailer just a little while ago, right? Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, you can't take too much of it seriously. It's, uh, it's actually pretty what I would call pathetic. And that's an understatement. Yeah, I definitely say so. I would agree. And it's not even for, you know, the the obvious stuff like, oh, you're going... Because the, the premise of the movie is it's about a very large, obese, morbidly obese man. But again, I, we haven't seen the movie. I'm going by the trailer. And also what I've read of it. So, you know, I'm sorry if I'm getting this completely wrong. 
uh, it could be a great movie. Haven't seen it. I'm just going by the trailer. I'm going by. Ultimately, I'm going by what they're what they're pitching to us. Okay, that's more my approach, and I think our approach. Um, the movie may be great. You know, Darren Aronofsky. Um, I am actually a fan of past works of his. I thought Requiem for a Dream. It's a great film. Uh, Pie, great film. I, I which I remember it being a good film. I haven't seen that in many many years. What else? Pa, ch, 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 the Tree of Life, right? Was that the name of the film? Fountain of Life. The Fountain. The Fountain. That's it. Another really awesome movie. Like, just he's he goes. Oh, the wrestler. Man, I'm actually going through a lot of Darren Aronofsky hits. Like, Bing, Bing, Bing. So this film could be a complete knockout the park home run. But I'm just going by the stuff that they're selling us right now because that stuff is, I think. It ties into a little bit of what I was speaking about last episode about this kind of weak wristed, limp wristed approach to life, uh, not just life, but like masculinity of being a, a dude and that um, every man is supposed to relate to this Brendan Fraser character. I think that's really the toxic. Oh, that's just a stupid word. I hate that word. But like it is kind of like a poisonous, cancerous takeaway from this uh the trailer at least uh of <clears throat> of the archetype brendan fraser so um i don't know adam do you want to like maybe we should just watch the trailer again we'll we'll play the audio for our listeners and um i think they could probably they could envision things we, we could even describe some things what do you think should we just play it yeah that sounds good i mean i don't think they're gonna like what they hear but i guess we'll leave it up to them <laughs> Yeah, well, all right. Well, we we uh, I guess we apologize in advance. Yeah, because it's a little like, uh, well, you'll see. You'll hear. I know these rules can feel constraining, but remember, the point of this course is to learn how to write clearly and persuasively. So he's Think on a Zoom that. call. He's Think a professor. The truth he's the only argument. black square. And he's a big fat guy sitting on a couch You're saying amazing things. personality. That's the ask opening. A more incredible daughter. Are you actually trying to parent me right now? Who would want me to be a parent? In a narrated movie. You don't stay in touch with mom? She really only tells me things about you. Why? This is Doubtfire music. Because that's like all the I slow want to strings. Know. Why'd you gain all that weight? Someone close to me passed away and it had an effect on me. You haven't seen her since she was eight years old and you're gonna reconnect with her? Sorry. I don't like this. This isn't a good idea. I'm sorry. You say you're sorry one more time, I will shove a knife right into you, I swear to God. Go ahead, what's it gonna He's do? A... My internal organs are two feet in at least. That's like hilarious, <laughs> actually. That's so funny. Because he's Why right, he's like a giant fat so guy. Bad? Why now? And he has... <laughs> he does have I'm that as that she's forgotten what an amazing person she is. I know it's your heart. <laughs> she's gonna have a decent life where she cares about people and it's just gonna be okay. I need to know that I have done one thing right with my life. The whale. After that emotional breakdown.
you know, it's it's sad to see that they have like such contempt for human beings that they would think that's a good movie. Yeah, and again, I just think I think the movie even well, no, I can't imagine the movie's very good. Quite honestly, you know, I think I just because I give Darren Aronofsky, uh, um, you know, he he was a great director, and I did he write it? I don't know, but one of the things I did notice um, is it's produced by a studio called A twenty four. And they make a lot of really great horror films, but there's always this kind of like woke undertone to a lot of stuff. And I think that's what we're seeing right here is this sort of, excuse me, body positivity kind of um, like shove it down your throat. Like this is a human underneath this fat suit and this because it is a fat suit. But the, the other thing to this that we didn't see in the trailer, that's part of the story is that the reason he gained all this weight, right? Because there is, there's a reason why he gained this weight. The The story is that there's a man who, uh, he was in a relationship, English teacher or English professor, and he was in a gay relationship. Well, he had a, a marriage though, a wife and kid, wife and daughter. And he had a gay affair. And I think the, man he was seeing was the son of a a pastor right i mean obviously of course so the pastor's son kills himself for you know we're we're supposed to I, i i assume that i don't know if they tell you this or not but because he um you know wasn't accepted for who he is and this makes this guy spiral and his his marriage fails, his kid hates him, and he becomes this obese whale. Hence the title of the film, The Whale. And what I I mean, is it I you know, the wrestler was like a look at a flawed character. And that was cool about that. You know, it was this this very like valiant. This is another Darren Aronofsky film. Mickey Rourke played this like really valiant and valiant, <laughs> it's a funny word, right? Valiant character. And by that, I mean, he was just like brave to a fault, right? Like he was like so uh, willing to to fall and, and suffer for his cause. And, you know, he was a professional wrestler in The Wrestler and he had this pill addiction and he he relied on that to perform. And he was very rather destitute, had a uh, did he have a daughter? I forget. But anyway, it was another film about a flawed character. And I think a lot of the takeaways of these films are not supposed to be that you embrace the values of the character. I think actually you are supposed to see the ugliness and you are supposed to see the realness. Um, So maybe that being said, there's something here, but then you go to the way it was received at the Oscars and you almost and you don't see that as the message, right? You don't see it as a message of the ugly truth of humanity. You see it being celebrated. And that's kind of the overarching theme of the whole Brendan Fraser archetype is that they have used him always as this kind of like projection of the moment. You go back to the Encino Man airhead days of the early 90s. George of the Jungle of the late 90s. You have this kind of like airhead masculinity moving into this aggro, but still airhead masculinity. And the mummy, you know, it's a it's an evolution. And now we're we're today. What is it? It's this grotesque inversion of masculinity, this 
uh, you know, morbidly obese, non-heterosexual male that is being celebrated at the Oscars in a way. You know, the performance and the person that Brendan Fraser is right now. Because who is Brendan Fraser? We don't know. No one knowing he is an actor. going to get right into a new subject uh one that is uh, anybody themselves can look up because i think that if you see um the narrative that is constantly being driven at us as americans uh you can definitely tell there is something amiss um when you go onto google and you can type in a subject and you can type in something that's kind of controversial and you start seeing kind of uh, the same results over and over and over again. You go in and, you know, uh, we <clears throat> when the Woody Harrelson event happened where he kind of criticized Big Pharma, uh, he was labeled as an anti-vax person for, for just criticizing Big Pharma. Um, you know, he did criticize the vaccine a little bit, but um, he was kind of, he made very good points about what he uh, what he believed to be was a um, takeover by pharmaceutical companies to lock everybody in their homes and to make sure that everybody was injected before um, they could be reunited with society. And uh, when you went on Google, you saw all of this stuff kind of, you know, oh, anti-vax, Woody Harrelson, anti-vax, anti-vax, anti-vax. And it's really, uh, it, it kind of just shows their hand when they do that because you can just see what kind of nonsense they're projecting at us. And I don't know if you, if anyone, any of you have ever done this before, but I mean, you can obviously see when you look up a subject. I remember during the pandemic, if you looked up any number, any number and typed in, uh, I think it was like 996 deaths or 996 uh, COVID or whatever, you know, they just had articles and articles and articles with every single number just telling you, you know, six, eight, seven people died of COVID or in a hospital. It was just every number they had, um, every number that you put in there, they had a number of deaths for that. And, That's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know if, uh, I don't know I if I ever, that. yeah, yeah, it was really incredible. Uh I remember, I wish I had like some way to like kind of prove it right now. And maybe I can like look it up in, for the future so I, I can uh, substantiate that because I don't want people to think, oh, that, that's not true. Um, because, uh, yeah, it was definitely, they like I said, they had every number covered. You put in, you know, the certain new, uh, I think, it, I don't know if it was like, you couldn't put in like a million. But if you put in like a three digit or maybe a four digit and put uh, COVID deaths, they had it because they just wanted to let you know that people were dying, you know, and it, uh, every number, they had every number covered. Yeah. But, but uh, they, they themselves just to jump, jump in real quick um, yeah, to yeah. add to that was just that they themselves, the reason for that, that the numbers were able to be manipulated and skewed and stretched to such a degree was primarily because they allowed it. They, they defined the rules under which you could do that. 
you know, the whole comorbidities thing um, really changed what like that you could die with COVID and not just uh, like it, it didn't just have to be of COVID. You could die with COVID. And therefore, that would be one of the reasons that would you would die of COVID. Right. That Does that make sense? Like just because you had you. Right. And that was their that was their change definition of it so that they could like totally hype up these numbers and, and manipulate them and move them around how they saw fit. So, um, yeah, that was all that, that was all. I just kind of wanted to add it to add to what you were saying. Yeah. And, uh, the whole point being, and then we can kind of circle back to that whole Brendan Fraser movie thing, you know, you know, you look that move, movie up online and like, there's no criticism of it. They're just like saying, you know, it's like, it's this great thing and it's amazing, all this other stuff. But when you, can't criticize something or something is just being fanatically um, thrown at you and in, in, in a way that they're, they're trying to make it seem like it's the end all be all you should question it how could you not because at the end of the day it's uh, they're just being so obvious about what they're doing because um you know i mean google go on google and you can look up you know say you look up something right and it tells you it's got one billion results well, you keep hitting the next button until you get to 45th page, and then it stops. So wait a minute. There's only 45 pages. There ain't no 1 billion results. And you can do that yourself. So the internet is shrinking, and, and these narratives are becoming stronger. And we have to just kind of look at it and be like, well, who's funding this? Who's Who is really funding all of these results that are coming up saying – Woody Harrelson's anti-vax. And, you know, I, I made the compilation, the meme. It was like literally, and I, I, I found like 20 of them in like two minutes. Uh, maybe not two, maybe like 10 minutes. Found 20 articles calling him anti-vax, this negative crap. There's no freedom in like press anymore. There's no journalism. It's all paid advertising by Big Pharma and these corporations. And, you know, and I, I'm not... Really, I'm not going to get in the whole climate thing, but it's the same type of thing. And um, I actually wrote on Chuck Schumer's thing or on Twitter. Um, he said something about uh, electric uh, motor, uh, electric vehicles and all that stuff. And I said, well, why are you – and this is a post I wrote on the Optimal State podcast to Chuck Schumer. I was like, well, why is the government getting involved in taking sides? Why can't the consumer decide for themselves what's best for them? Why is the government getting involved with this? And I said, the only reason why you would do this is to limit our choices, not expand them. And that's exactly what they're doing. The whole point of this whole thing is to limit your choice about what information that you're receiving and what kind of, you know, oh, and what you want and what they think you might want when they limit that choice. They control um, the binary. They can, they not only, they, they define what your choice is. Yep. It's not even like they, they say like, oh, we are a choice. They, they are the, the, the definers of the choice. That's what a few people get is that they're like, oh, well, I don't have to like buy into that stuff. Like, I, blah, blah, like I'm, I could listen to pop music and, um, you know, drink my soda and, whatever, read my Vogue magazine. And I'm not like subjected to that stuff. And it's like, you don't get it, man. Like if you're either 
choosing to be in it or it's not like a path that you choose whenever you want. It's either you choose, it's either like you allow them to control you or not. And uh, that's the illusion that they sell people. They, they sell people the illusion of, of like of uh, determination, self-determination within the confines of their illusion. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I think that that's what it is. It's, it's total illusion. And, uh, um, Spellcraft. and they got, they got most people fooled, you know, cause I, I really believe that there's only, there's, there might be like a good 1% of people that really understand what's going on. Um, they, people being bombarded with, um, so much negativity and, uh, all of it is negative. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to go bring back, you know, the movie that we just kind of, um, not watched, but that previewed. Uh, I mean, that's negative nonsense. I mean, like, it's like, you know, they try to make it uplifting and they try to make it, you know, uh, like it's mesmerizing and look at this guy. And it's just like, it's just so ridiculous. And that's why Hollywood is just so resented now. And that's why the Oscars only got 9 million people watching it when they used to have 50. It's just because people are sick Whoa. of it. And no I don't, you know, I don't. It, Those are up? the numbers. Those are the numbers. It had a 41 yeah, million like, drop I, in viewership. Yeah, they used to. I think in, it was in two thousand. Uh, I think that they had fifty million viewers, and then I, mean, I didn't look up this last Oscars, but the Oscar before only had nine million. Uh, that was when Will Smith uh, slapped uh, Chris Rock. Um, but yeah, so it, it's really incredible how much people are just like you know, and, and people make every excuse. Oh well, you know, uh, that's just cable. You know, you know, people watch it on the internet too. Like you know, it, it's just people aren't into it and. The movies and stuff like that used to be stuff you talk to uh, talk with people around like a dinner table or it was the, you know, the stuff that um, was like brought up around families. Nobody's talking about these people anymore because nobody cares because these people are just so far from reality and what it means to be an, an actually a normal human being that everything they're producing now is just utter garbage and it's not relatable and it's just... And maybe, I mean, I'm not saying that my opinion is the only opinion that's out there because there are people that probably enjoy going to movies, but I just find it super abrasive because I don't find the acting good at all. Uh, it's actually kind of, and that's one of the things I've up about the movie too. It's just like the acting's terrible. Um, and, you know, and then not to get off all, you know, I can go off on a tangent, but the whole point is if something is being, you're being bombarded with something, information, and if you just see something consistently, you need to question it because it's not, in your best interest that is constantly told to you over and over and over again, because that's kind of like, you know what, you know, Hitler did in Nazi Germany, you know, you just, they just bombarded you with propaganda until you believed it. And this is no different. And it's sad to say that a lot of Americans are falling for it because they are distracted by the social media and the entertainment industry to, to some degree, but I think it's more social media. And I, I think that, um, you know, and even that, you know, you're being bombarded with amazing looking people always having good time and all this stuff. But, you know, it's not real. At least, I mean, I know, I'm aware it's not real because I know people that I know plenty of people that are engaged in that stuff. And they're not they're not happy people. They're not, you know, these, you know, grandiose, amazing living their life on the cutting edge. I mean, they, I don't know, you know if they, that's I don't know if that's the point, though, at this point. I think actually yeah, I the, point the point is. is 
Yeah. I think the takeaway is almost supposed to be a, a bleak look on a lot of things. And that that's, um, it's this kind of like disempowering sort of, and I think that's what big tech does. And it goes back to what you were saying about the Google searches that it's like 45 pages in and you hit the end, but you're like, Oh wait, I thought there were infinite pages beyond here. I thought there was an infinite amount of data that you have been saving that you've been saving since the dawn of the internet. That is at the, uh, at my fingertips, as long as I keep searching, but no, it's, you come up against the end 45 pages in. And I'm wondering if, uh, you know, there's also that illusion with social media, you know, it's like presented as this thing, which is supposed to be, oh, you guys are all having a great time. But I think full well, they know that they just have your attention. I think that's all that matters. I don't think it's so much that they're trying to sell you on a fake reality. I just think they want your attention. And I think attention is ultimately what they is what they deal in it's all it's it's their power you know and they know that and i think anybody who's you know you and i have uh been on that on the side of that you know we have a background like playing playing music you know playing shows and stuff you know what's like being on stage you know you have like a certain amount of attention and we weren't even like you know we were just like bar playing bars and stuff you know we didn't it, what tops like 80 people maybe tops 100 people at like you know the Ar in the new york city shows that we play like arlene's in <clears throat> but um i'm just saying like that that power of attention is is like what is how they maneuver and and manipulate and and are winning but you know you see it with hollywood like that grasp on attention has weakened that goes without saying and i think that was largely because of the push with the woke agenda, you know, they really, really, really like pushed on that very hard and people were just not vibing with it after a certain while. Yeah, I, I agree. And the very fact that they know something shitty, if you got to keep projecting it to people and use it as a form of propaganda, I mean, nothing that is good need, do you need to like see over and over again? Because anything that's right in this world, any truth, anything that is meaningful doesn't need to be forced on you, but they force all this garbage on you and they act, they're like, take it, take it, take it, you know? And it's just like, no, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to see any of that. I don't want to hear any of that. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be involved with that. You know, I don't care about your life. I don't care about any of that. I just trying to live my life and don't try to hit me with all this nonsense. And, um, and the propaganda is real. I mean, anybody can look up the Stephen Colbert show where they did the, like the dancing, Dancing needles. Um, the dancing needle. Uh, that is literally propaganda. And you can just tell Big Pharma cut that man a check and and that man sold his soul. Yeah. And it's very um and it people think it's like a conspiracy to think that propaganda isn't real and it's everywhere. It's on your phone, it's on your Google search, it's it's in your TV. Um, it's, you know, when you drive through New York city and you, and you, the billboards, it's like, you know, it, it's crazy. And it's weird to think that people don't understand that because once you see that with your own eyes and you, you're like, wow, I, I can't even look something up on the internet without, uh, it being tainted to some degree. And, you know, you can't, you know, to find answers to these questions, 
is not allowed. But if you want to look up naked people or, you know, whatever it is, you know, that is not good for your mind, you can find instantly. So if it's garbage, it's right there. But if it's meaningful and you, you question something, it's, uh, you know, you don't go down that route because we're just going to, you know, basically try to uh, upsubstantiate whatever it is that you're looking up. Totally, totally. And I, you know what, a lot of people aren't with it. You, you just, you mentioned this, that a lot of people aren't like, they're not catching on, but you know, that's why you and I made a podcast about this. And I, I cause that's largely the point of this podcast is where we're trying to break this stuff down so that we see, you know, the title of, of this podcast, the optimal state. We're trying to ultimately understand what is the, uh, you know, the, the, the right way things are, are put together because, I think what what we're what we're calling out is that a lot of people who are running the show, they are deliberately trying to keep people in a state that is suboptimal, that is not working to their best advantage. Because if they did, then it would go, it would challenge the people who are in power. It's less like if you were, and they truly look at it this way, this following analogy. It's like if you're raising uh, some sort of livestock, you know, you're you're raising them for food in some capacity. You're not going to bring them into your house and like let them sleep in your bed with you. You're not going to make them like fried eggs in the morning, let them have the car for the day. You know what I mean? There, it's there's a certain amount that you do because ultimately they're they're serving a purpose. You don't want them too strong is is ultimately what the outlook is. And that's people run people who feel they're running the show, people who are in positions of running the show. That is how they look at the general, the masses. That's how they, they look at most people. And therefore, they don't want they want you to be fairly weak. They want you to not be in a position where you can be taking full charge of your life. Because if you do, if you start finding the ways to do that, that is ultimately challenging to them. Anybody who can exist without them will see that their way is inferior, that their way is flawed, is degenerate, is depraved, is <clears throat> is just like uh, antiquated, is unbalanced, so is cruel and violent. It's just so many terrible things, um, you know. And if we go back to the top of this episode, I talked about being grateful and having gratitude and I still do, you know, there's a lot of good things that still come out of the system, but a lot of that stuff is really not the system itself. It's like the people who've managed to retain some bit of humanity within this pretty uh, grotesque, violent system. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, I mean, what, what do you think? Yeah. I, <clears throat> I think that the truth is not for the blind, you know, and if you're blind, you're not, you're not going to see the truth. And unfortunately there are a lot of people out there that, you know, I'm kind of mixed between like, you know, do people choose not to see or are they just blind and, you know, refuse to see almost like they just, you know, they don't want any part of it or some people just turn a blind eye and, um, it, it's hard because I, I, I kind of think that, and like you said, this is why we kind of started this is we just want to give people like the, um, 
like little bits of information to get them on the right track because that's what it's about. A lot of the stuff we talk about is very, um, you know, it's, it's very deep and it, it takes a lot to look outside, look outside in and see what's going on because I think that's like mine and Jared's role is like we're on the outside. We're looking in on this system that we really don't like. And, uh, you know, we want people to be able to see it from that standpoint because which comes with a burden because once you see that your life will never be the same again because you see it in everything and you see the contradictions, you constantly see the narratives, you constantly see the propaganda and it might seem ridiculous that I'm saying that and kind of strange like, oh, well, you know, all you go around and all you see is propaganda. It's not like that, but when you constantly see the same thing over and over again, that's by design. That's not by, there's no coincidences with stuff like that. There's no coincidences to, you know, see a commercial about a little kid writing a letter to Santa Claus and all he's, and he says all he wants for Christmas is the vaccine. I mean, that, that's not, I mean, that is that a coincidence? No. I mean, that is big pharma trying to inject little kids with whatever it is that they made in the lab. And you could take that however it is that they want. You know, I don't, I'm not going to say not to get the vaccine or, you know, whatever it is, but that's oh, you your should decision. Say that too. <laughs> no, well, you should. Well, well, no, I know. I know. But the thing is, I believe that, um, that everybody should make their own decision based on the knowledge that they're given. And uh, I don't, I, I really don't want to, you know, I don't want to say something and it'd be like, oh, well, you know, the guy from Ultimate State Podcast said that uh, not for me not to get it or this, that, or, you know, whatever it is, because sometimes what you say gets taken out of context. So I, I prefer to just leave it up to the person to decide. But the thing is, we're here to give you that information. And um, if you choose to ignore it or you choose not to see it or not to care about it, I mean, that's on them or, you know, or you, the person listening. And I have no resentments towards anybody that did get the vaccination. Um, you know, I, I just think that um, sometimes people's decisions can be diluted when they fear that there's going to be some sort of reprisal or they fear that they're going to be ostracized or they're going to fear they're going to get kicked out of society or their social group, because that's what we are. We're social beings. And I think that uh, big pharma kind of had everybody fooled. Well, most people fooled. And a lot of people will say that too. I, I don't think that, you know, they did the rug pull. I mean, I, once again, I posted on Twitter, uh, the Michigan governor saying, you know, we kind of, you know, all those, covid things that we did you know the masks and all that stuff sorry about that you know quarantining people maybe it was a little bit too uh too strong of a uh position to take it's like oh now you apologize a few years later after all these mental health issues and all the the crap that you've put us through yeah literally the skyrocketing homelessness the fentanyl crisis the domestic abuse the increase in i mean all manner of societal ills just you know, those, those, the metrics just popping off. And, oh, I'm sorry about that. Well, fa- My bad. Is, well, you know, Fauci told in this video of this, and this is another thing you can look up. Fauci was saying that little kids shouldn't sit on the same toilet as little kids that have AIDS because they'll get infected with AIDS. He knew nothing about it at the time, and he was just scaring the hell out of everybody. And they did the same thing. And the thing is, you have to look at history to see and to learn what the next move is and what they're going to, how they're going to operate. And if they already lied about that shit back in the day, 
Why wouldn't they just regurgitate the same nonsense that they regurgitated in the 80s? And which they did. They scared the hell out of everybody in the 80s. People didn't, you know, I mean, I'm sure if you were gay in the 80s, you were probably one of the most hated persons back then just for that. And, uh, you know, we can get in that. We'll do an episode about all that one day, I'm sure. But because uh, that's a whole nother subject. But um, but you have you really have to know history and look at history to understand uh, what they have in store for you next. Um because I mean I don't I can't predict the future, but when these things happen, there's a reason. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And you know what I think? In upcoming episodes, we should think about maybe doing that, like break down some some episodes or uh, some historical events and just go into well, it and try to like draw some parallels with uh, modern times. I think that would probably be pretty well, for, cool. Well, for example, I mean, it, um, you know, I was just talking about the AIDS epidemic. I mean. Uh, it's supposedly it was two um, animal viruses that were crossed that uh, that ended up making AIDS. And supposedly they um, went to Africa and inoculated people. And that's how it started. So, I mean, if you just look at it from this standpoint, does um, does that make more sense that they used a vaccination to spread AIDS in Africa or some guy had sex with a monkey? That remember, yeah, that was their excuse. No, the, the blood magic makes more sense to me because that's basically yeah. what they're doing is like blood sorcery. I mean, if you're combining yeah. viruses, that's like blood matter, and they're combining yeah. that and then administering that to people in their bloodstream. That stuff is like dark magic, you know. That's that's some real, uh, and that's but what they're I, all I, I into, believe- man. They're all into they they know that stuff, and that's that's a deep one. That's one we should jump into in a future episode. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and then the <laughs> thing it's just like, and, and it's just, I mean. And that's where I remember learning as a kid that some guy had sex with a monkey and that's that's how AIDS was created or maybe get bit by a monkey. It was either sex or bit, you know, Uh, no, ate a monkey. It was eight. Well, I heard that that some guy ate monkey brains. That was the one I heard. (laughs) So whatever it had to do with the monkey a green, a green monkey in Africa. And, And but the thing is, they use the same thing, the same framework, the same narrative they just switched it around and uh, obviously i don't know if that was that's what would happen but the whole point of this podcast is just to give people the information so they can go look up oh well maybe what he's saying is true about that and they can do their own research and, and find out for themselves because you know uh, you know we don't know for a fact 100 percent anything i mean the right. government the 100%. government the government We're just asking questions yeah, the government knows everything. I said the government right. knows everything, though. You know what I mean? Everything they say is 100%, but um, so they say. But, uh, you know, it, it's just I, – I think it's just about the information and for people just to know and understand that what we're giving them, they have the ability to go do their own research to find out the truth. That's that, man. Well, that was this was a fun one, dude. I think we'll we'll end with that. Anything uh, Anything else you want to finish with? No, man, it was a great episode and great topics as always. Super fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll see everybody next time. Yep, we'll see you guys all next time. Uh, I think we'll be back, let's see, Monday. We should be back Monday morning. Um, Hopefully we get some interviews coming soon. I think that's the plan. We had some, we have some ideas in the the works. So I think in the next few episodes, uh, we will have some interviews for you guys. So we appreciate you all listening. This is Jared and Adam with the Optimal State Podcast signing out. See you guys soon. Bye.